I decided to become a Larrakia Ranger because I've always wanted to have a hand in taking care of country and making sure that the land and sea we have today is still pristine for my son and the future generations. Welcome to Saltwater Stories of the Larrakia, a podcast from Darwin that shares our knowledge of country, community, family and culture so you can feel welcomed here and understand our story and deep connection to our home. My name is Richard Fijo. I am a Larrakia man and elder. Our land includes country and sea from Darwin and its harbour to about 50 kilometres inland and to the east and west. We are the Larrakia people of Darwin and the traditional owners and custodians of this land. We come from a long line of storytellers and we continue this ancient tradition here by sharing our stories with you. In this episode, I'm delighted to introduce you to two of our Larrakia rangers who spend their days looking after our land and sea. You'll hear about a very special bird that flies a really, really long way across continents and the oceans to roost and feed on Larrakia country. Hi, my name's Sarah Rowland. I'm a Torres Strait Islander. My grandparents are from Badu Island. Uh, I've been living in Darwin for the last 10 years and I'm a Larrakia Ranger. Hi, I'm Gabby Miller. I'm a Larrakia woman and I work for Larrakia Rangers. We work in and around Larrakia country. So we're currently at the Larrakia Ranger station. We're in a little room above the shed. Um, in our shed is where we store all of our equipment. We've got a um, couple of boats. Um, we do weed management, animal rescue. Uh, we do mud crab surveys, long bum surveys. A uh, long bum is something you would find out in the mangroves. And it's a type of shellfish. There are uh, two different species that we actually look for when we're doing the monitoring. Well, it has been and still is an important food source for Larrakia and all Indigenous people. One of my favourite things about being a Larrakia ranger is uh, when we hire new trainees, we're actually able to help um, a lot of the rangers that come in and guide them, just teach them new things that they um, might not have done before, like how to change tyre, how to um, hitch up the boat, you know, things that, you know, they will carry on through the rest of their life. One day we might be doing a dolphin survey and then we'll be out doing air samples at gunpoint, um, as well as the experiences that come with it and all the training we get. Learning lots of new skills, uh, meeting new people, uh, being out on country, working with really special scientists um, and really influential people and also helping them in the research that they do. One of the most amazing experiences I've had working at Rangers was being able to travel alongside Amanda Lilliman to Malaysia for the International Congress for Conservation Biology to present on our partnership and the work we have done on the curlews. Dr Amanda Lilliman, she's from CDU, Charles Darwin University. She's been doing her PhD in the Far Eastern Curlew. 
We presented the cultural side of the work, like working on culturally important sites. A shell midden is a culturally important site to Indigenous people because it's a site that has been used for hundreds of thousands of years by Indigenous people where they camp and um, we're having campfires and collecting food and eating food. And we've also found curlews in those areas. So the Far Eastern Curlew is a really special bird. It has a brown streaky appearance and a long down-shaped bill that is almost as long as its body. It also has really long legs and it has a white eye ring and a brown rump. They are one of the largest shorebirds. They do migrate from Darwin to China to Russia to Southeast Asia. They're important to so many people and places around the world because of the distance they travel. They like to eat small crabs. They, well, the females, they have the larger bills and that's how you can actually tell them apart. We mainly find the birds around Down Harbour, Gunpoint and Lee Point. They also use artificial environments such as ports and aquaculture ponds. Darwin Port is one of our monitoring sites that has been modified to support shorebirds and waterbirds. So they do roost in the salt pans around Darwin um, and when the tide goes all the way out you'll find them up on the, on the mud flats. The far eastern curlew arrives in Darwin around September, October which is the build up and they leave around March, April which is knock them down season. So in the build up season um, it's actually my favourite time of the year. Mangoes come out, uh, the fruit bats come out too. You hear them flying over at night, screeching. The footy season starts. It's sweaty and muggy. And when we have like the first little bit of rain in the afternoons, the roads are steaming because it's so hot. Um, the box jellyfish start to come in as the water starts to get warmer. The barras start to come out. It's breeding season for them too. Uh, a lot of the lagoons um, and billabongs, uh, they're really low. So it's a really good time to get out and see some of the bird life. The bigger bird life, you can get up pretty close. The partnership that we had with Amanda Lilliman was extremely successful. Um, for us rangers, she sort of set the standard of working with researchers because of the time and the effort she put in with all of us. I think the partnership is important because the rangers um, gained lots of new skills from uh, working with uh, skilled scientists. The Larrakia rangers offered the project um, more of a cultural side and how we would use the plants and animals as seasonal indicators um, that could possibly determine the weather, when some of the birds would be um, mating or laying eggs. We were able to assist with some cultural knowledge in that perspective. Two-way learning is to exchange cultural and scientific knowledge. She taught us how to record the data and we taught her how to navigate the tides. This project on the far eastern curlew is important because they're critically endangered and are pretty shy. 
So any sort of disturbance stops them from getting the rest and the energy buildup that they need to do the migration. Some of the threats the Far Eastern Curlew faces in Darwin is habitat loss, proposed development, and recreational disturbances such as cars on the beach, people walking their dogs, and just people in general. The Larrakia Rangers help protect the Curlew by communicating and sharing our findings, working with and teaching other ranger groups, such as doing ranger exchanges. A group of us on Saturdays would go out to Kazarina uh, Coastal Reserve uh, just to inform the public of the importance of the shorebird. And, you know, everyone loves to take their dog to the beach, but it is really important that we get the message out. You know, even if you take your dog down to the beach, you could put them on a lead because they're chasing these birds around um, can cause them a great deal of stress. Um, and that's something that we don't want. Another thing that um, we found is Darwin people tend to drive their full drives on the beach, specifically out at Gunpoint, where we monitor the, for the Far Eastern Curlew. By educating the public and spreading awareness, we hope that the numbers on um, full driving on the beach dies down. Especially with these birds doing these massive journeys. We created um, the shorebird booklet and the poster mainly to share awareness about um, culturally important shorebirds that are on Larrakia country. So um, people who are going bird watching can take the booklet out and um, identify the birds or people on boats who um, are seeing birds can identify them. It's really important because it delves into birds that were important to us, the Larrakia people. It has really beautiful artwork done by Mim Cole and Jason Lee. There's photos of each bird. They're split up into different categories, um, migratory shorebirds, residential shorebirds, water birds and raptors, so people can differentiate between them. And it explains some stuff about um, our Larrakia seasons and just a bit of details about us as rangers. Of course, my favourite bird in here is the Far Eastern Curlew. Saltwater Stories of the Larrakia is a City of Darwin podcast created in collaboration with the Larrakia people of Darwin. This episode features Larrakia woman Gabby Miller and Torres Strait Islander woman Sarah Rowland. Gabby and Sarah are Larrakia rangers living and working on country. So if you'd like to get your hands on a copy of their beautiful Coastal Birds of Larrakia Country booklet, get in touch with the Larrakia rangers by searching online for Larrakia Nation. This podcast was produced by Laura Uden and Cinnamon Nippard with editorial support from Johanna Bell and mixing by Hamish Robinson. Big thanks also to the Larrakia Nation and Larrakia Rangers for their support. The beautiful soundtrack was composed by Larrakia woman Lena Kelly and produced by Skinny Fish Music. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or for more information, search online for Discover Darwin. 
This podcast series is proudly brought to you by City of Darwin. Mamak. This means see you later in Larrakia language. We hope to see you soon on Larrakia country. My name's Richard Fijo. Thank you for listening.